Hello and welcome to episode 191 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm the Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter, at AndrewRP. Join me as always is the Dexterous League Freak. You can find me on Twitter, at League Freak. How you going there, mate? I'm going really well. I'm so dexterous, right, that I recorded episode 191 yesterday. Even better. <laughs> yes, that's episode 192. No, let's just have two 191. It's just confused the shit this, out of everyone. Yeah, this can be 191B. <laughs> Actually, let's just make this one 174. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and everyone's going to have to go through their entire playlist mm-hmm. and fucking figure out how to slot it in elsewhere. Or just, just to irritate you all. Well, it's like when we accidentally re-uploaded the first episode we ever did about 40 episodes in. <laughs> That's right. That was genius, by the way. Yeah, it did good numbers. Yeah, we don't know how the hell you did it. We wish yeah, you could just... do it again. Yeah, maybe. You no idea what happened there. Maybe you found a loophole in the system. Well, I'm always looking for a loophole. I'm like the Melbourne Storm. Well, that's true. So, um, anyway, my uh, nimble-figured friend. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some news. All right. So, um, over the weekend, there's been a bit of, um, I suppose. Hatred coming in the Melbourne Storm way, probably because it's just the Melbourne Storm. Mm-hmm. But Craig Bellamy and Cameron Smith went into the Warriors dressing room after they absolutely smashed the shit out of them, 50 to 6, I think it was. Yep. And it's just, I think it was just to give them thanks and praise and show respect for, you know, those guys choosing to stay in Australia and sacrificing so much for the game to go ahead. Um, do you think they should have done it? Well, like... I think it's a really nice gesture, you know, and I think that Cameron Smith is, prob- is probably the player in the whole league that could do that. And I think that Craig Bellamy or even Moyne Bennett are probably the two coaches that could do that. But I think if I was one of the Warriors players, the very last people I would have wanted to have heard a pep talk from was those two after they'd just beaten the absolute shit out of them. Yeah. Um, I think if they wanted to do that and show a bit of respect, they would have done it pre-game. Mm-hmm. But um, I I generally don't – I'm generally not upset about it. I think it's a very good thing. Um, but, man, there are some people that are really pissed off about it, and I think – Really? Are they are they just pissed off because it's an urban storm? But, yeah, they're probably just fucking whingers. Yeah, well, the, we, have, we have uncovered a few of those during this pandemic. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> Everyone's so, had to stay at home, and all they've done is get outraged by episodes of the Faulty Towers. I tell you what, I I, I know. <laughs> know. They stop being able to have a fucking laugh. <laughs> Listen, hey, I, I read a story about a sheep called Barbla, and it needs to go. They wanted its wool, and I think <laughs> I know why they wanted its wool. Uh, right. We won't go into that one. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's just people that are... It's You're right. It's fucking bored people. Yeah. That's the problem that's going on everywhere. Everyone's yeah. bored. Yep, pretty much. So they're just getting angry. Yeah, I know that's what I do when I'm bored. <sighs> I watch porn. Well, I, I didn't say I didn't watch porn, but I get angry <laughs> while I'm doing it. Do you angrily watch porn? I just... I, I jerk it really hard and just like... Fuck the fucking world. <laughs> this is not to sound more like a, a psychologist setting in a freaking podcast right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got 15 minutes to do this podcast. We talked about jerking okay. off angrily to porn. Anyway. Right. 
I was going to say the next one here was, were you hugged as a child? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, another piece of news that's come up is um, John Bateman has decided he's going to walk out on the the Raiders. Yeah. Um, So there were stories written by the media, was it two months ago, saying that he's requested a release. Yep. And he said on Twitter, why don't you go get your facts straight? I never asked for that. And, yeah, ripped into the media. And I'll be honest... I applauded him for ripping into the media, mm-hmm. but um, it's just it's, a shame it, he's a fucking liar, hey? It's turned out that we've got two liars arguing one another. Yeah, and my mistake was siding with one of them. Yeah, oh, look, um, any time someone rips into the media, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I, so that, that's pretty much why I was all over it was, yeah, I don't know the true facts on this story, but if you're into the media, I'm going to fucking take your word for it. Yeah. I uh, I think he's overrated and just not worth the drama. Like, all of a sudden, there's all this drama about him, and it's like, you know, let the Titans deal with it or wherever the fuck he's going to end up because, you know, the Raiders they don't, don't really need him. You know where he'd be perfect right now? Where? And not in a way that would work either. Mm-hmm. The Broncos. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Anthony Seabell, when he, we've seen him under pressure this year, and all he does is he moves players around into different positions. And yeah. Bateman is capable of playing in the centres, in the back row. He can play probably a bit of 5 8 bit of hooker. He's not good at any of them, but, you know, you can play all those positions. And so he's perfect for a Seabell camp. That's a Seabold's good point. starting to remind me a bit of Tim Sheen's under pressure. Let's well, just best... move everyone around, but don't actually sack anyone. I love the way that he's like, all right, team's absolutely terrible. I'm going to drop a winger. Yeah, that's all right. Because <laughs> there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, last weekend was so weird. It really was. There, it was a weird was, round of footy. There was all these stories going about uh, the young fullback, Tessie Newey. And all we heard about from the commentators and in the media was how he was the next Darren Lockyer. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded to go out and have an absolute dog of a game, dropping balls and getting out of, you know, out of position for a lot of plays and not being in the right spot for kicks and stuff. And then he got hooked. How many fullbacks have been hooked? <laughs> yeah, game I, ends? I'm trying to think. If God I, damn, I'm sure there has been. But to be fair, he did look a lot like Darren Lockyer to me. But Darren Lockyer is 39 years old now, so and hasn't played for. Six years or something. Yeah, yeah. Seven years. Um, actually, to, I, to be fair, I I reckon Lockett probably do a better job than what he did. He oh, was yeah. bad, that kid. And yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad player. I just think, you know, he just had an absolute shocking game. For sure. And, like, you look at the team that he's playing behind, it, it must have rattled him just watching them play so garbage. Yeah. But, you know. I, I did make the uh, comment that, you know, he was talked up as the next Darren Lockyer and in a halftime he'd be completely outplayed by a winger who was filling at fullback for the Titans in Corey Thompson. <laughs> yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Um, so, yeah, I, apparently Bateman is looking at offers from a few NRL clubs and another one overseas back at Wigan, I think. The problem yep. I've got is I don't think Wigan's going to be able to afford him in their cap. Yeah, but I don't think Wigan ever worries about that sort of stuff. Like, the salary cap yeah. over there is just so ridiculously stretchy for the top teams. Fluid. Um, 
yeah, fluid is a good word. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that if they want him, he should go back to Wigan. Like if he's home, if he really is homesick, go to Wigan. You know, just see you later. I reckon if he's going back to Wigan, he's going to have to take a massive pay cut, and I don't think that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I think this whole quitting Canberra thing is possibly motivated by money. Oh and yeah, 100%. he's not going to get it going back to England. I just feel sorry for the team that does throw money at him if it's an NRL club because they're just picking up the drama. And I, I just don't like drama. I think players that surround themselves with drama and bullshit, I just, you don't want to make your club. No. Uh, that's why I'd be good at the Broncos. Yeah, that would be entertaining, wouldn't it? Yeah, John, get in touch with Siebes and say, mate, do you need another test player on your side? I can deliver. <laughs> Um, speaking of the Broncos, um, mm-hmm. Wayne Bennett has been laying into them. Now, what's Bennett said? Because I haven't seen this today. Okay, well, he's he's been as we know, he's been quiet about talking about the club, mm-hmm. you know, other than quietly smiling every time South win and his side doesn't. Yeah, and he's had he's had permanent you know space inside Seabolt's head for the last eighteen months. Yeah, he should be paying rent. <laughs> um, he's actually the head of the body corporate in Seabolt's head. <laughs> this is right. Um, so there's been some assertions made, I think probably from Queenslanders and maybe some people within the Broncos club. Mm-hmm. That part of the issues the Broncos are facing at the moment because of what happened when Bennett was club. Which, if true, is the Broncos' own fault because yeah. if they if they uh, can't can't recall, they were the ones who pushed Bennett out of the club before his time was up there in order to get Seabolt to the club. So that's that's entirely on them, not on Bennett. Yeah, and the thing is too, like they've got a board and a CEO and their job isn't just to say yes, 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 yes. You know, at some point they're responsible for the contracts that are signed, the players that come and go. And... You know, Bennett's gone. He's at Souths. He's been at Souths for more than a year now. Like, if they're seriously going to whinge about what Wayne Bennett did while he was there, and look at the team. I mean, it's not like they're short of talent there at the Broncos. Like, it, it's just not Wayne Bennett's fault. And I said it was Wayne Bennett's fault at Newcastle when Newcastle fell apart when he left. What's happening at the Broncos has nothing to do with Wayne Bennett. No, nothing at all. Um, so here's some... Let me just say, there's a revelation here because I'm, I'm reading quotes from a Fox Sports article. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, crazy. They've they're trying something new, huh? Yeah. It's pretty... Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit lost for words. <laughs> I'll just go on. Um, so here's some quotes by Wayne Bennett. It was my intention to remain silent, but if the Brisbane chairman or any other person at the Broncos wants to make false assertions, I will set the record straight. Um... Assertions have been made as to the quality of the roster and the state I left the club in. I was prepared to coach there in 2019 and 2020 with the roster that we had at the time, and I don't think anybody in the game didn't think we could be a top-four side. I'm correcting the record here. The chairman must be oblivious to the running of the club. If the roster was so bad, why would Seabold take the job? Seabold took South to a preliminary final in 2018 before joining the Broncos. I have no doubt he thought he could win the premiership with the Broncos roster. No coach, particularly a young one, 
would take a job with an inferior roster to the one he's leaving. You just don't do that. I did not coach or have a rundown football team at the Broncos. He went on to claim that the current roster has enough experience to be competing much better than it is. He also denied he was solely responsible for recruitment and retention during this time at the club, saying he was one of four people making roster decisions. Well, that's interesting. Um, I agree with all of that, you know. And, like, I look at this Broncos team that they've got, and, you know, there's the basis of a really good side there. And I think that there's a couple of mistakes they've made, but I think that most coaches would love to coach this Broncos team looking ahead because they really should be a premiership contender in the next couple of years. I don't think that will be under Seabolt, but... They've got enough talent there to be a premiership contender. Absolutely. I reckon you can find more than one team's roster that that Broncos squad is better than. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, like, they've got a, a couple of big holes in their side, but they've got a very good young pack of forwards that just need a few changes made to it. Um, they don't need wingers. They've got plenty of choices at full back to go through and find the right guy. They've got a good young hooker there that uh, in what's his name? Uh, Is that Corey Pay? No, no, he come on. He come on in the second half. Oh, Tom like, Didden. That's it. Yeah, um, he's very good. Brody Croft. They've got Milford in the halves. It, like they've got heaps going for them. It's just a case of getting the right coach in there and someone with a plan and a clue. Yeah, and no drama. Lots of drama. Mm. Um, finally, there's... <laughs> uh, I love this one. So, Benji's future is apparently up in the air at the moment because he hasn't, he hasn't been um, named in the Tiger squad for three weeks now. Yeah. So, essentially what's happened is Coach Michael Maguire got a bit upset with Benji's piss-poor defense a few weeks back and said, you know what? I'm going to drop you. Mm -hmm. You go work on that shit. That's all that happened. Yeah. Um, but the media's gone. Oh, Benji's been dropped. Oh, he's probably going to retire or leave the club. And they've just speculated <laughs> and they've, they've built up hype within themselves to create a story that never existed. Mm -hmm. So Benji went on to NRL 360 uh, tonight to you know set the record straight. And he's pretty much just said... I've got no plans on leaving the club. I was told that my defense was garbage and I had to go and work, work on it. And mm -hmm. if anyone knows me, they know that I don't sit there and sook when I get dropped. I work my ass off and get back into the team and I'll be back in the side before the end of the year. Yep. That's, I mean, that's always been the way Benji looks at it because he's old school yep. and he believes in hard work. He's not a quitter. And I think that Maguire knew that and we talked about it. Mm -hmm. He knew we could drop Benji. There's plenty of players you wouldn't be able to drop, especially at that point in his career. And Benji's taken it like a champ. Mm. And that's that's what Maguire wants or every other young player in that side to see is when you get dropped, this is how you this is how you respond. Mm -hmm. You work your ass off and you get back in the side. If a legend like the like Benji can do it, everybody else can do it. That's how you become a legend. Yep. Um. So yeah, he he set the record straight. Had a chat about a few other things. The funny thing was, at the end of the interview, 
and this is on NRL 360 with Ben Ike and Paul Crawley and Paul Kent, so, you know, mm-hmm. the the trio of minds. <laughs> um, the meeting of the mind, as you would say. Oh, man. <laughs> At the end of the uh, the interview, Benji says goodbye. They all have a little chat. And then Paul Crawley asks Kent and uh, Iken, what's Benji's plans for next year? And I was like, he was just there, you fucking idiot. You could have just fucking asked him. Like, literally the right there. You could have just said, what are your plans for next year, Benji? He's going, no. No, I'm going to sit here on my hands and say, fucking nothing. God, he's a useless fucking dopey bastard. That's incredible. That just shows oh. how modern journalists work, eh? Like, they won't ask a question. They'll just make it up afterwards. Yeah, just speculate instead. Yeah. I mean, he was right there physically. Like, you could see him. You were talking to him. <laughs> no. Nah. The other one that was funny is, going back to that Smith and Bellamy story, mm-hmm. um, Danny, Danny Widely interviewed Craig Bellamy, you know, over the phone. Mm-hmm. Craig Bellamy's had the decency to go into one of his rooms and, you know, doodle. Yeah, do the uh, the interview there. Mm-hmm. Wilder's just in his car. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, come on, Danny, make a fucking effort. Isn't it weird how all the media people don't know how to have good audio? Like, you and me worked out pretty quickly how to sort our audio out, and yet you can still see it's been months now, and these people still don't know how to sort out audio. No. <laughs> and cameras, mean they struggle with cameras. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Given how much they love hearing themselves, you'd think they'd be pretty good at seeing themselves and, and good with selfies and stuff like that. It's because they're all bloody brain-dead idiots. because <laughs> they're old. Yeah, and old as fuck. And they're too busy, like, knocking back schooners at this pub, uh, talking, to, talking with other people, imaginary people in their heads, trying to pass things past some imaginary pub test. Ooh, the pub test. I don't know. We haven't had too many pub tests this year. It's a bit disappointing. Oh, it's because you don't listen to DJB. Yeah, that's true. Everything is like, it doesn't pass the pub test. Does the, uh, I'll ask you a few questions. Does this, do the six against pass the pub test? Well, that nothing does. Nothing oh. passes the pub test. Surely something's got to pass the pub test. Not nothing. Kebabs? I've never heard someone say, you know what? That really does pass the pub test. Beer? Beer passes the pub test. It's, kebabs? Uh, kebabs probably do. I, I think, and I want to make it clear when I uh-huh. say this, they're all alcoholics. All of them. There you go, people. That's a scoop. <laughs> That's a scoop right there. Um. Was there any other news you wanted to you wanted to discuss? I, no, was, but, I was going to say the Super League starts up again in August. Oh, I can't wait! They're um, going to have a twenty-two round competition, mm-hmm. so it's back to what a normal competition should look like. Yeah, still a little long, um, and they're planning on having the grand final in November. I don't know what they plan to do with the Challenge Cup yet. Yeah, so at this stage, it looks like it might be on hold. That would be sad if the Challenge Cup was on hold. I bet it's the first time it's been put on hold. Other than war. Yeah, war. Um, you couldn't have the Challenge Club Cup during the Blitz, could you? You probably could. I don't think it would have had too much blitzing going on in Warrington. I don't know. I've got no idea. <laughs> probably did. Um, so, 
it looked like it. The... <laughs> I think the Challenge Cup at this stage, I don't think they've got plans on starting it up again because I think yeah. they've got 15 rounds to play. And they've given themselves two months to do that before the final. So they, they're crowning in pretty hard. I don't think there's any space in there for a Challenge Cup to be played. Because the grand final's supposed yeah. to be in November, probably a week after the NRL one. Man, it's going to be friggin' freezing at that grand final. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I mean, they've, they've missed the heat wave that's been going on at the moment. They got up to 27 the other day in England. Oh, wow. Dogs will be dying over in England. <laughs> and everyone's been dying over there. Yeah. Whoever's left. The heat. Um. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, isn't it, for the news? We do have a review. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's read the review. Have we got enough time? Yeah, we've got plenty. It's short and sweet. It's from Adam Collier, and he says, What podcast? I'm confused. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) I like that one. That's a good one. (laughs) That was it. Um, Do you have any emails? We have had no email. Oh, you know what? Yeah. We we have done the emails, but it's in an episode that we will post th- after oh, yes. this episode. It'll be tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be episode 195. I think when in it, we say it's episode 190. <laughs> and it actually wasn't 190. It will be episode 193. There you go. Yeah. We're just, we're just fucking with this at this stage. Yeah. You know what we should do? I should dub over the top where you say what episode it is and just make it a real hard cut of me going, 193. Yeah. <laughs> I might do that tomorrow. That would be pretty. But then it renders all of this chat useless. Oh, fuck it. I can do yeah. it anyway. It's our you podcast. Anyway. We can do what we want. Yeah, go for it. Actually, you know what you should do? Mm. Get uh, Get a sound clip of your daughter saying it, and I'll I'll put that in over the top of your voice saying 190. That would be funny. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. There's a fair chance this isn't going to happen, but you never know. She might wake up <laughs> in time in the morning. We'll see. If, if you can't sort that out, I'll get a sound clip of someone saying it. Yeah. And um, I hope you like the podcast because I'm in one of the suburbs down here in Victoria that's gone into lockdown. It's one of the hot spots, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um. So who knows? I might be forced to stay home from work soon. Imagine that. That just means wall-to-wall podcasting. It really will be. It'll be like, oh, bring it on. Three, four, five episodes a day. Yeah. That's what I like out of a good podcast. Yeah. Unrelenting. Yeah. We'll be the first podcast defined as unrelenting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that. Okay, if somebody hasn't done a... A review. Go on Apple right now and just say this podcast is unrelenting. Please stop. Five stars. <laughs> if not stop, at least fucking slow down. Please yeah. come on. Um, and one last thing I want to just say, just quickly too, is um, man, some of the stats for this week for uh, this year, this month as well, have been off the fucking chart. You people are awesome. Yeah, we we have. Not just smashed records, like it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy what we're doing right now with listener numbers, and it's like every few days, it's 
we can't believe it. So, yeah, thanks to everyone, because it's all you guys that are listening to us and girls. Yeah, I mean, we, we right now are the complete direct opposite to the Broncos. Yeah, their success. Yeah, we've just drained it out of them and just gave, given it to ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we've just gone off. So thanks for that. Remember, get on there to uh, your podcast and, and leave a review, five stars, all that sort of stuff, and we'll read them out. We'll put them up on our website, fergonthefreak.com. Um, yep. Um, check us out on Instagram, Pod. We're on Twitter, at Pod. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. What other social media thing do you think we should get on? Uh, should we get on OnlyFans? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I should I, set up I, an OnlyFans account where it's just me typing up stats and doing graphs and stuff like that. I dare you to. I dare you. Man, I've been very close to doing it. Just, you know what? Set one up and just be like me bending over, picking up papers. And it's like, ooh, I've dropped some papers. Let me pick them up. A cheeky look back at the camera. Yeah. Well, bent over. Yeah. Bit of a wink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's got to work. Videos of you taking off your five watches. That's a great idea. Yeah. I put that music over it. Yeah. Bit bit of porn music over it. Yeah, that'd be great. Slowly peel them off one by one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Look at the content. That's three videos already. Yeah. It's there it's there to be uh used and abused. Absolutely. So might get into that, who knows? Excellent. Shits and giggles. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in everyone. And uh we'll catch you all next time.